the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. God wants to raise up an army of believers whose prayer shakes the nation and the nations of the world. God wants you to shake the evil out of its dwelling place in your family, in your workplace, in the nation. Prayers Heard in Heaven is a teaching ministry teaching God's people to pass blessings with prayer. In the fifth chapter of James, the Bible tells us to pray for one another, that we may be healed, and that the effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous person availeth much. The following program, Prayers Heard in Heaven, with speaker and teacher Valerie Sneed, will help you learn to pray fervently and effectively and truly see results in prayer. Valerie Sneed, with Prayers Heard in Heaven, starts now. There is a power that the world simply cannot comprehend. This power is so tremendous that darkness has to flee. God wants to empower you through the power of the Holy Ghost. Jesus in Luke 24, 49 makes a promise to his disciples. Behold, I am sending the promise of my father upon you, but remain in the city until you are endued with power from on high. So when Jesus had led them as far out as Bethany, he lifted up his hands and he blessed them. Today, right now, I tell you the truth. He is lifting up his hand again to bless you. He wants to empower you to clothe you with power from on high. And he is the only one who can send the promise of the Father upon you. And he's sending it right now to you today, just as he sent it to the disciples. If we tarry with him in prayer, he being our high priest interceding for us both day and night, He will send the power of the Holy Ghost. He wants to send the anointing from on high upon you. He sent me to you today to tell you, you must tarry in prayer with him. Oh, is anybody with me today? He is the same today, yesterday, and forever. He does not change. If he did it once, he will do it again. Tarry with him in prayer, and he will promote your prayer life. To overcome the dilemmas and the challenges we face, we must have that supernatural power of God flowing through us. Today, I am going to give you two master keys to prayer, and your prayer life will never be the same. Let's just take a moment and pray. Today, Abba Father, cause us to hear what the Spirit of the Lord has to say. Oh, Father, the knowledge that you give today will release some from bondage, destroying the yokes of Satan's bondage that he has the hold on so many of your children. He's held them captive. Oh, Father, today, let us hear what the Spirit of the Lord has to say and do them with power from on high. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. God doesn't want you depressed. He doesn't want you beaten down and confused. He wants each of us to hear his voice. He wants you to know 
that he is walking beside you. His spirit is truly within you. He wants you to have mountaintop faith and to take the victory over life's circumstances. I said, take the victory. He wants to enable you, but we must ignite the power. He is reaching for you right now, even as I speak, but you must reach for him. He said, draw near to me and I'll draw near to you. He said, draw nigh to me and I will draw nigh to you. And that's what he's doing right now. He is reaching for you. He isn't going to deny you. It doesn't matter where you've been or what you may have done or experience. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. If we repent and seek forgiveness, then he receives us. He wants to reason with us. Isaiah 1.18 says, come now, let us reason together, says the Lord. Though your sins are like scarlet, they shall be white as snow. Though they are like crimson, they shall be as wool. He's saying, don't be concerned about the worst sin. I'm standing here waiting to forgive and to receive you as my own. If you have a child or a loved one who everybody else has given up on, be encouraged because God wants to answer your prayer. Keep on praying. Persevere in prayer until you see fruition of the prayer. God wants to show himself strong. He wants to show you his power and his glory. He's looking for that heart that will devote itself to him. And then he's going to show up. I want to tell you something that happened to my uncle. He was a security guard at a hospital. When someone pulled onto the property, you know, he would give them clearance to go ahead and enter the hospital's property. Well, he shared this with me, and I never forgot the story that my uncle told him. It was absolutely, and still is today, amazing. My uncle was about 26 years old, and every day when he went to work, he had this other buddy that was a security guard, and his buddy, when he was on break, he would come over to my uncle's, you know, place at the guard shack, and they would just kind of hang out and talk and, you know, enjoy the day and just have a bit of, you know, man conversation about whatever, I don't know, the game or whatever, and they would stand there and talk each day. And my uncle said he noticed that as he would stand by the guard shack with his buddy each day, this little old lady would kind of scurry past them. And he would see her, but he never really paid much you know, attention to her. Just a little elderly lady, he said, and she would scurry by. And so one day he's standing there talking to his friend, and here she comes again about the same time of day, and she scurried past them. And he said to his buddy, he said, you know what? He said, uh, that little old lady goes past this guard shack every day about the same time. It's about the same time, about the noon hour. And his, his friend said, yeah, yeah, you know, man, she sure does do that. He said, you know, the next time she comes past, I think we need to follow her. You know, they had this genius plan. We're going to follow her and find out just what what is she up to, you know, coming here every day at the same time. And she's in such a big hurry. We better look into this. So they said, OK, they devised this genius plan. The next time she comes by, we're going to trail her and find out what she's up to. Well, the next day, just like clockwork, and they're standing out there having their usual conversation. And here she comes. 
she's rushing by. And this day, she's really in a hurry. And she scurries past them, and she gets past the guard shack. She opens the large door of the hospital, and she slips inside and disappears. He says to his buddy, come on, come on, man. We, we got to catch up to her. We got to see where this lady is going. We're responsible for this, you know. So he and his buddy follow her into the hospital, and they catch up to her, and she's going down the corridor. And they are following her close enough to see where she's going, but not close enough for her to know that she's being followed. At least that's what they thought. Well, the wonders of God never cease, do they? They entered the hospital corridor, and she goes into the chapel, and she's headed down the aisle of the chapel, and they're following her, and they take a seat on the back row in the chapel. And she goes down the aisle, and she gets to the front of the church, and a mystery to them, she kneels down. And this little lady starts praying. And she's praying, and they're sitting there waiting, you know, so what's she really up to? You know, she's coming here to pray, all right, but what does she do after that? So she finishes her prayer, you know, after a while, and they're sitting there, and they're waiting. And she comes back up the aisle, and so they both stood up, you know, they're the guards in the place. They both stood up, and she walked up to my uncle, and she stretched her hand out, and she said, Hello, young man. How are you today? And my uncle, you know, he was kind of shocked that she spoke to him. He reached out his hand, and when he did, his hand touched hers. And he said that the power of Almighty God went from his head to his feet. And he, he could hardly speak a word to her. And she released his hand, and she reached for his friend, and she said, Hello, young man. How are you today? And she's a little lady. She's looking up at him. And he took her hand, and he had an astounding experience. He said he almost began to tremble because there was this power. There was something that was touching his entire body. And he and my uncle talked about that after the lady, you know, she shook their hand. And then she turned away, and she walked out. And they were still standing in the same place. And his friend said to him, he said, did you, did you feel that? He said, he said, yeah, what did you feel? You know, and they were kind of comparing those. I, I, I don't know. It was just a, something that it just got all over me. And my uncle said, well, do you think it was God? And his friend said, well, maybe it was, <laughs> you know. And these two young men, he said, we just kind of stood there comparing notes. And I knew in my spirit that it had to be the God that my mother had talked about, the one that I had denied, the one that I would have nothing to do with. Do you know after that, my uncle gave his life over to Christ. He is 60-some years old and still serving God in a powerful way. God wants to ignite the power of Almighty God in our life. See, this little lady knew something that most people don't know. Remember, she was rushing to the chapel each day. She knew that if she was on time to prayer, that the Holy Spirit would meet her there. I remember spending long hours with my mentor on the phone line. And she would say to me, Valerie, if you get a hold of one thing that I say on this phone line today, it could alter your entire life. And one day she said to me, be on time to prayer and the Holy Spirit will meet you there. Well, I want to tell you, I took it to heart and I found that the angels would meet me at my prayer time. I found that the Holy Spirit was there to meet me and to greet me and that the things that were listed on my prayer list, that the angels would go out and take care of those situations. And yokes of bondage were broken off of people that had been held for years. Sickness and disease 
had to let others go. Depression and oppression had to loose some people and set them free. I'm telling you that if you have a prayer time, if you would set a prayer time and be on time to prayer, that the Holy Spirit will meet you there and you will be empowered. Remember, the angels aren't all-knowing. They're not like God. They don't know everything all at one time. They actually learn by watching us. Remember the Bible says about salvation that they are in wonder about salvation. So if you're on time to prayer, they come to know that you're going to be there at a specific time. And I tell you, That the power of Almighty God will encompass you. The angels will listen to what you are praying about. And you will see results in prayer that other people do not see. And they will wonder how you get a prayer through to God. When you set your prayer time and stick to it, being on time to prayer, you will have power with God. In the book of Acts, the third chapter, Peter and John are on time to prayer and something amazing takes place. The Bible tells us at the ninth hour, being 3 p.m., they arrive for prayer. It's called the hour of oblation for the Jewish people. Step into the power of God. Now watch what takes place. Now, Peter and John went up together until the temple at the hour of prayer being the ninth hour. And I'm reading this straight from the Bible. A certain lame man from his mother's womb was carried there, whom they laid at the gate of the temple called Beautiful to request money. He was asking for alms at the temple as people would go to enter the gate. Him seeing Peter and John about to go in, he requested alms of them. And Peter said to him, look upon us. And he gave them heed, expecting them to give them something. And the Bible says this. Then Peter said, silver and gold have I none, but such as I have, I give unto thee. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And they took him by the right hand and lifted him up and immediately His feet and ankles received strength, and he stood up leaping and walking and entered with them into the temple, walking and leaping and praising God. And all the people saw him praising and worshiping God. Oh, my goodness. At the ninth hour. So the Bible is telling us that they were on time to prayer. Now, there is another master key to prayer being on time. That's a golden key. About the ninth hour they arrive, you will have a tremendous power and it will alter not only the lives of the people in your realm, but the lives of the people whom you are praying for. Being on time to prayer is a golden key. Press your way. Persevere. Set your prayer times and be there and almighty God will meet you. This is giving him reverence and honor, respect. Expecting him as God, being afraid to be late. The Bible says he teaches us to have fear of God. That means to respect him, to respect his authority and his righteousness. You have to press your way to keep your prayer time. Life will try to press in and press against that. But if you determine 
I have this prayer time. I'll alter going to dinner with this one. I'll have to miss that party. I'll have to alter what time I cook or what time I'm going to leave for work or what time I come in from work or what time I exercise or do these other chores that I have to do. When we alter our life and we press in and we press our way into the things of God, you are reaching forth and you are reaching to touch the hem of the garment. Remember when the woman with the issue of blood had been ill for years and she's pressing in the crowd and she's stretching forth. She is pressing her way. She is persevering. She knows that if she could just touch him, he doesn't have to speak a word, but if she could just get into his presence, if she could get close enough to touch him, that she will be healed. And so she persevered in this large crowd. Jesus is surrounded, but she pressed her way and she even got down low because if she touched the hem of his garment. She had to be down as low as the ground and she didn't care about getting dirty. She didn't care about getting trampled on in the crowd. She had her mind made up. I am going to get to him. If we would make up our mind, I'm going to persevere. I'm going to push some other things out of the way. I'm going to delay some other things. If we put him first and God becomes a priority, you then are stretching forth to touch the hem of his garment. And when you stretch forth to touch the hem of the garment, you will be endued with power from on high. The Holy Spirit will show up. At your specific prayer time, his presence will surround you and engulf you as you pray. You'll have a meeting time then that's between you and God. You'll no longer just be his servant. He will then call you friend. It doesn't get any more powerful than that. I want to tell you something incredible that took place in my mother's life with regards to my prayer. My mother owned a duplex. And my husband wanted to retire. And so he decided, well, we're not sure where we want to retire. So, you know, my mother had said, you're always welcome here. So he said, well, why don't we just stay at mom's house? That's what he called my mother. Why don't we just stay at mom's house, you know, for a while until we decide, you know, where I'm going to retire. So I said, okay, you know, that that's a great idea. She'd love to have us tearing up the place with the kids. So we went there and we moved into the house. And, you know, again, she had this duplex. So there was a second floor apartment. So we moved into the second floor apartment. And of course, you know, I'm going to be me. And I had my normal prayer life three times a day. I'm on my knees, I'm worshiping, and I'm seeking God. I want to tell you what happened. We decided, okay, in this city in Ohio, all the snow and the, you know, the blizzards and everything that hit those two years, we said, okay, this is just not the place for us. We're Texans. This just isn't working, this weather up here. So we decided, okay, you know, this isn't where we want to retire. I think we're going to go back to Texas. Well, my mother put the house up for sale. And she decided, well, I'm going to move to Texas too. So she put the house up for sale and a young lady decided that she would buy my mother's home and her grandmother would live upstairs. Well, the grandmother called my mother and said, I'd like to come and see, you know, the second floor apartment where I will be staying. And my mother said, yes, yes, absolutely. Of course. Well, this little elderly grandmother came over to my mother's house 
my mother showed her, you know, the downstairs and everything, and they proceeded to go upstairs. And as they proceeded to climb the steps and they got to the top of the steps in the entranceway to the apartment, all of a sudden, my mother said this little elderly lady threw up both of her hands. And she had this amazing Jamaican accent. And she said, much prayers, much prayers have been prayed here. And my mother looked at her and she turned around and she said, what? Much prayers have been prayed here. And my mother said, you're absolutely right. My daughter, my youngest daughter lived up here and all that child does is pray. She said, you're absolutely right. How did you know? She said, I can feel it. I can feel the presence of Almighty God in this place. And she said the lady began to just walk around this empty apartment and just keep hollering out, much prayer, much prayer has been prayed in this place. I want to tell you that when you have a regular prayer time and you are on time to prayer, the presence of God will be evident in that place. And the peace that surpasses all understanding will be, it will be as though it just floats in the air. And anybody who really knows God will know his presence in that place. I'm talking about being endued with power. I'm talking about a prayer life that's not ordinary. It is extraordinary. And you will see and hear astounding things happen during your prayer time. The throne of grace will be open to you. You will go in to pray in the outer court and the presence of the Holy Spirit will just quicken in your spirit and he will just draw you in to the Holy of Holies. And we know that within the Holy of Holies is the power place. Oh my goodness. Being on time to prayer is not something that you will hear every day. So I hope that you're taking note and you're writing down one of the master keys to prayer. The Holy Spirit wants to meet you. You see, when we give God reverence, when we give him honor and we are, we, we press our way and push the world aside and treat him as though he is more important and we begin to realize that he is vitally important and he has our attention and we give him priority and first place in our life. Guess what? He gives you first place. And when you have a request of him, he's going to answer you. He's going to speak to you. He's going to give you wisdom, insight and discernment. Jesus said, if you tarry, he told the disciples, if you tarry in the city, the Holy Spirit will come upon you. He had given them that promise and you will be endued with power. Stay there until you are endued with power. Well, I'm telling you today that if you set up your prayer times and you are on time to prayer, that the Holy Spirit will meet you there and he will endue you with power from on high. And you will find that your prayer requests, one after another, are being answered. 
you will find that you will have astounding things happen in prayer. And all of us should have astounding things happen in prayer. Things that are so magnificent, you're not even sure that you can tell anybody what happened while you were praying because you know that they probably don't have the same experience and they just won't understand. When an angel visits you at that prayer time, some people just won't even believe it. Would you hear the audible voice of God, there are some people who will say she or he did not hear the audible voice of God. Nobody hears the audible voice of God. But I'm here to tell you today that once you have a regular prayer time and you're on time for that worship and that prayer with God, astounding things are going to take place in your prayer life. And you're going to have answers to prayer You're going to have prophecy. God is going to speak to you and tell you things that are going to happen before they happen. Miracles and signs and wonders will follow you, not only while you're praying, but even after you have prayed. God today wants to endue you with power. He is reaching for you to empower you from on high. Today, We have gone over two master keys to prayer, and I pray that you will put them into action. They will become an action plan in your prayer life, and you will see astounding results. I'm Valerie Sneed with Prayers Heard in Heaven, teaching God's people to pray. Visit our website, and you'll find a live conference call, the telephone number to call in and visit Joan and I on Saturday to turn in your prayer request and to hear some awesome testimonies of what God has done. You've been listening to Valerie Sneed with Prayers Heard in Heaven. If you missed any of the program, listen next Sunday evening at 5.30. For more information about their weekly live prayer call, visit their website at prayersheardinheaven.org. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.